Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Galatians 5.16, what's the answer to not living in the flesh? Well, here's the alternative. He says, I say to you, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So what does that mean, walk in the Spirit? Well, it means that you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, and you are relying upon the power of the Spirit to strengthen you and guide you and direct you, and that you get up and you pray and you say, Lord, I need you to help me to live life the way you want me to. I want to walk in the Spirit. That you have to choose to say, I want to walk in the Spirit. It means that your heart and mind are set on the things of the Spirit, wanting to please God. Walk is in the present tense. It indicates a habitual way of life. It implies progress, moving from where you are to where the Spirit wants to lead you, right? And our part is just to be willing to surrender to whatever the Holy Spirit leads us to do, right? And so as we think about walking in the Spirit, then Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, now he's talking about the carnal nature, and take up his cross daily and follow me. Now the cross was, uh, you know, a, a, a means of execution. So he's talking about putting the old man to death, the carnal nature, and following him. Now I love he says it, daily. In other words, Jesus is saying to walk in the Spirit, you got to get up every day and say, Lord, I want to follow you today. I want to walk in the Spirit. I want to I do the things that you want me to do, and I don't want to let my flesh, my emotions, my feelings, my carnal desires to control my life. Now, when you choose to allow the Holy Spirit to direct your life, when you do that, when you surrender to Him, what will it produce? Well, He tells us in verse 22, it's going to produce love. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is love, and, and here in verse 22, it's singular. And so it doesn't say the fruits of the Spirit, plural. And so what is joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness? What are those? Those are characteristics of the kind of love that God wants to put in your heart when you surrender to Him and say, Lord, I want to live life the way you want me to live, and what is he going to do? He say, okay, I want to fill you with my spirit, with my love. What we're talking about is agape love. That is the spiritual kind of love that God wants for you and me, wants to put in our hearts. And that's what he's talking about in verse 22. It's a sacrifice kind of love. Verse 22, but the fruit of the spirit is agape, and then joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now, the effect of this agape love in your life is joy. That, that's what these things describe. This is what's going to happen. When you surrender to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to follow you and live for you, then he wants to fill you with that love, and it produces joy. I love, uh, Peter says in 1 Peter 1, 8, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. That it's this joy that's indescribable. That when you surrender to the Lord and you're walking in the Spirit, there is a joy, and, and it's just so good. And he goes on to say, not only is there joy, but there's peace in verse 22. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, the effect of that love in your life is peace. In Philippians 4, 7, he says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So there is a supernatural peace that comes from walking in the Spirit. And when a person is fighting against God's design for life, there is no peace, right? The Bible says there's no peace there in Isaiah 57. 
But the wicked are like the troubled sea when they can't, it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace for the wicked. And so when you're walking in the Spirit, you're not fighting with God. And, and so when you stop fighting with God, then you can have peace with God, then you have peace with yourself, and then you have peace with the people around you, and, and that produces a peaceful life. But when you're fighting against God, then you are fighting with yourself, and you're fighting with the people around you, so there's no peace, right? No rest. Uh, James 4.1 says, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war within your members? In other words, that you know, conflicts are from people living after the flesh. Now, the effect of the agape love in your life, it says, verse 22, for the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now, I, I love these characteristics, long-suffering, right? That means being patient with people, with the flaws of other people. Uh, it's me, it means not being so judgmental, but being more merciful and more forgiving and, and calm and not so uptight, not ready to snap and blow up because what is one of the works of the flesh? You know, outbursts of wrath, right? And so this is the opposite. And if you're a parent, you need a lot of this, right? Because your kids, they want to make you outburst in wrath. And so, but, but you want to be long-suffering, right? And then he goes on to say kindness. Long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Kindness is loving concern for other people. It means to show grace to people and help other people even if they don't deserve it, right? Now, don't you wish that everybody was more kind to you wherever you go? You go to the mall at Christmas time and, you know, you can't find a parking spot and you're waiting and a guy pulls out and somebody who was already there before you says, oh, you go ahead and take the spot, right? That, that's what it's talking about, right? To be kind, right? This is the fruit of the Spirit. And then goodness, right? It's just wanting to do good for others, uh, not so that people will think that you're good, but that it's because it's what God's put in your heart, that your heart's full of the Spirit, full of agape love, and you just, that's what God puts in us, that you just want to do good to help other people, expecting nothing in return, because that's what's in your heart, right? Because the truth is, what's in your heart is going to come out. And then he goes on to say, uh, faithfulness. And I, I love this one. I don't know if this word has been banned from society, but it means loyalty, right? Dependability, trustworthiness, uh, people that you can trust, right? And, and I love this because uh, this is what God wants in all of our lives. I love it that people at church are dependable and trustworthy. Aren't you so thankful that when you come to church, the Sunday school teachers are trustworthy, they're reliable, they're here? Aren't you glad you didn't have to bring your kid into church today? You're like, my kid's an adult, right? <laughs> but I mean, you got little kids, right? And it's such a good thing. Now he goes on to say, verse 23, gentleness, self-control, against such there is no law. Now, gentleness is translated meekness. It's the opposite of wrath. Self-control, temperate, moderate, restrained. That means you don't let your desires, your feelings, your emotions control your life, right? Self-control. Now, I'm sure everybody here feels from time to time like running somebody off the road or slapping your boss or slapping your spouse, right? But the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. Don't do that, right? Uh, because that's not what God wants for us. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is good, and I want more of all those things in my life, right? Why? Because it produces a great life. See, God gives us instructions for life because He cares about you, and He knows that when you walk in the Spirit, it's good for you, and so I want more of this in my life, and I found over the years that my wife wants more of these characteristics in my life, right? And my children want me to have more of these characteristics, and did you know that your family wants you to have more of these characteristics of God's love and walking in the Spirit. And so does your employer. And the most importantly, God wants you to have those attributes in your life, right? God wants you to walk in the Spirit so that you can be a blessing to people around you. In, in John 15, 8, Jesus said, My Father is glorified 
that you bear much fruit, right? Fruit of the Spirit is love. So God wants you to bear fruit. Now, the question is, what do you want, right? Uh, what is it that you want in your life? Galatians 5 contrasts the fruit of the Spirit and the works of the flesh, right? Works speak of a factory, effort, sweat. Fruit speaks of natural growth through abiding in the vine, right? Jesus said in John 15, 5, I am the vine, you are the branches, and he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Now, what does that mean practically, abiding in Jesus? Well, it means having a personal relationship with him, right? He's saying that when you abide in him, your life's going to be fruitful, the fruit of the Spirit. When you abide in him, what does that mean? It means to invite Jesus into your life daily, right? To, to say, Lord, I want you in my life. I want to walk in the Spirit. It means talking to him, getting up and praying in the morning. It means, you know, hearing from him, reading his word, going to church, worshiping him, serving him, right? When we abide in him, we walk in the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit begins to manifest itself in your life, and these things begin to be part of your life. And when I read this list, I love it. Verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, when I read that, my heart says, oh, yeah, I want more of that. That, that is good, right? And uh, I don't want to be, and, and what we read about the works of the flesh, an angry, hateful, sexually immoral Jerry Springer show participant. Right? That's what I don't want, right? Uh, it, it, it's repulsive to me, right? You just think, and here's the thing, God doesn't want that for you either. And I, I don't want to always be upset and, with people and easily offended and jealous and, you know, always tearing people down, right? I, I want to be walking in the Spirit. I want to be easygoing, patient, forgiving, faithful, reliable, trustworthy. For all of us, when you think about what do you want in your life, right? When you read this list, you're like, oh, it's good, right? You want that. And, and and it's so important for you to realize God allows you to choose. You're not forced to do either one. You get to choose how you want to live. In verse 16, he says, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I love that verse. <laughs> the good news is that you can choose to walk in the Spirit, and as a result of walking in the Spirit, doing all those things we talked about, <clears throat> then you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And, and, and so it's so good. Now, there is inner turmoil, right? We do have a, 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 there's a battle. The Bible says we war inside the flesh against the spirit and here's the thing which one's going to win the one that you feed so if you feed the flesh it's going to win if you feed the spirit it's going to win so walking in the spirit means to surrender to the lord and say lord what do you want me to do with my life what do you want me to do that i can walk in the spirit and, and you know as you read the bible and as we look here in this text today he tells us what to do and for me i i want to walk in the spirit and i know that if i don't get up and talk to the lord and him talk to me and pray and say, Lord, fill me with your spirit, then I'm going to be in the flesh. And you say, well, how do you know that? Well, I've done it a lot. <laughs> and I don't like it, right? How many of you like to go to work and cuss out your boss and then get fired and say, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I should have prayed this morning. Who wants that? Nobody, right? And some of you are like, Pastor Bob, we're church people. None of us cuss. <laughs> right, okay. So, but here's the thing, right? The Lord allows you to choose. And I love Galatians 5 because he, he just gives us this clear contrast. The flesh, the spirit. Walk in the spirit. And I would encourage you today, if you haven't decided, I would encourage you to want to walk in the spirit. You say, well, how do I do that? Well, it starts by opening your heart and inviting Jesus in. Inviting the Lord in and say, Lord, I want to abide in you. I want to have a relationship with you. I want to be your disciple. I want to deny myself daily. I want to take up my cross. I want to follow you. And you admit, Lord, I, I have some issues. I need forgiven. I need help. I need your power. And, and, and he will do it. 
right? That's where it starts. So if you've never invited Jesus in your life, you can do it this morning. If you've never prayed and said, Jesus, I want you in my life, you can do it right now. And so we're going to do it this morning. So let's, let's bow our heads. I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And if you would like to invite Jesus in your life, you can just repeat after me. And uh, so you saints, pray with us, pray out loud. So if you want to invite Jesus in your life or recommit your life, just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I admit I'm a sinner and I need your forgiveness. I invite you into my life. Fill me with your spirit and help me to walk in the spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day.